Welcome to River City Media's Off the Record with Randall. And this show, most of the time, Howie, we talk about high school sports, but tonight we're going to talk about something slightly different, another love of ours. We got a guest to the side, our friend Jeremy, but tonight, WrestleMania 38. We're going to get into the depths of it just a little bit. Yeah, WrestleMania 38. Overall, it was a pretty good show, I felt like. And uh, uh, I love, but I also hate it as well because of uh, it goes so long. I thought they wanted to do two nights for where it would have been so long. But now with both nights, they're going long both nights. And for an old guy like me, it's hard to uh, get up the next morning and go to work. So I heard rumors that you and Jeremy broke it up and like, one night, one of you was watching. The other night, the other one. <laughs> yeah, I it's... made it both nights. But I'm gonna commit. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say, Jeremy, when we're going through the list of matches, there's a couple of those matches didn't get a lot of my attention. I can tell you right now that Sheamus and Ridge Holland, I was making hamburgers on the grill when they were fighting the New Days, and it only went a minute forty, so my burgers wasn't done. But they, I, I didn't. I can't make. 10 hours of wrestling in a weekend. Is that too much? Yeah, it, it's a lot. Uh, I muddled through uh, both nights, uh, but the, fortunately, I, I just went back to the network. I think I watched night one on uh, Saturday or Sunday morning early, and then I did catch most of night two live. Uh, it is a lot of wrestling. However, I did like the two days better than a single seven-hour broadcast. <laughs> that would be excruciating. The match you referred to, I think they they nixed it from night one for time's sake, and then they tried to wedge it in night two. So I think that had a lot to do with the length of it. I, I think night one felt like they were rushed much of the night that they got behind, and I'm not sure. Maybe we'll figure it out as we go through it. But I want to go ahead and get into it, and let's uh, let's start working through the night. Night one, look, look, night one's my favorite one just because at the end of it, we're going to talk about Stone Cold Steve Austin. But um, I thought night one, just to recap it real fast, I spent a lot of time waiting for Stone Cold Steve Austin. The first matchup was the Usos, Jimmy and Jay versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Bogues. Nakamura is my boy, but he's way down the card now. Uh, Jeremy, uh, seven-minute match, but it's a pretty good way to start WrestleMania. Yeah, it really is. I I love – I've always loved Nakamura. Uh, love his entrance. I, I actually like the addition of Boogs here with the guitar. Uh, you know, the, they've been using him there. Uh, really tough. He got, you know, he injured his patella part of the way through that match, and they had to improvise. So Boogs is is out probably six to nine months. But th- I thought they did a good job considering that he got hurt pretty early in the match. Yeah, and then they were able to call an audible. Uh, but uh, Usos, they're great, great tag team. I think they're one of the best. To be honest with you, good. I, I thought it was a good way to start. It was a real good way to start, I thought. The next match is McIntyre versus Lord. I, I, I liked Baron Corbin so much more than Happy Corbin. Those hats just drive me insane. But the highlight of that match to me was 
They finally let Drew McIntyre cut something with that big sword. Match was okay, Howie, but at the end when he cuts the ring ropes apart, I know it's staged, but it was a pretty good moment. It was a cool moment, you know. It that was the hesitation that he waited so long before he actually swung the sword to cut those ropes. That's a great special effects as far as um as for who was it, Big Show and somebody did a suplex and the you know, it ranked right up there with uh, that moment, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, Jeremy, any comment on that match? Yeah, I, you know, I, I'm a McIntyre fan. I, I can remember when he first entered the WWE as the chosen one. I, I couldn't stand him. <laughs> I couldn't stand to look at him. I didn't think he was that good. Uh, this version, you know, after being released, he went out. I love this version. I feel bad for the guy because his WrestleMania moment was during the pandemic in an empty uh, arena. Uh, I, I, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I, and, and, you know, anytime you carry around a big sword, how could you not love, love it? And it's a le- obviously it's a legit sword. It's not a prop. Absolutely. Um, and, and McIntyre always puts on a pretty good show. The next match, we'll stay here for a moment. Logan Paul and The Miz takes on the Mysterios. Overall, I thought Logan Paul done a pretty good job as a celebrity just showing up to do a match. And Later, we'll talk about Pat McAfee, who has done other matches. But Logan Paul, pretty good athlete. Storyline with the Mysterios, pretty good. But the end of it was a swerve. Uh, the, The end of that match, Caught me completely by surprise, Howie. How about you? It really did. I thought they would go off in the set, you know. Uh, let's start with Logan Paul. He stole the show on that first night as far as I wasn't expecting him to be able to do the things that he did. Uh, he was, he's been in the ring for 10 years, a lot of the things he'd done. Yeah, he did uh, great. But, you know, the, yeah, yeah. Like you said, the end of it was swerve i wasn't expecting that so that kind of gives me an idea that they're going to be bringing him back to do something uh, against the miz maybe at the next pay-per-view how about wrestlemania 39 in la with the miz versus logan paul was my first thought jeremy logan paul uh, i hesitate to say he's a professional boxer but he has had several fights natural athlete but the Mysterio sold good for everybody, but the Miz is maybe the most underrated superstar in the WWE at times. I I completely agree with that. I think he's a great uh, he's a great heel, uh, and he doesn't have to try. <laughs> it's a he's a natural heel. Uh, Logan Paul also natural heel i've never watched any of his matches his you know the boxing matches but he walked out with that pokemon card around his neck and just his look i'm like i can't stand this guy so he he's a he's a heel uh and i'll be curious to see how that obviously they're going to do a program between the miz and and logan paul and i'm i'm looking forward to it i got so far ahead of myself I was going to do the Uncle Dave Meltzer star rating. 
but I got ahead of myself. But let's start with this match that we talked about. I will give on the River City media scale that goes to six. So Dave Meltzer, don't sue me. I'm going to give this one a three. Three and a half. I really thought it was, it wasn't, it wasn't elite, elite work. But the storyline was about as good as it could get with a non-wrestler in the ring with three wrestlers. I, I, you know what? I've talked myself into it. I'm going to give it a four. So, Howie, how about you? I was thinking a three myself because though, you know, Logan Paul, the first time, he did a lot of stuff that wrestlers today that's been in the business for 10 years can't. So uh, I would get yeah. a three myself. All right, Jeremy. On the River City Media, Uncle Dave Meltzer, rating of stars. What do you give it? Uh, I'm I'm going to stick with a three. Uh, I I thought Paul did like how we said. I thought he did. I thought he did great. Uh, he's a whole lot better celebrity celebrity entry than Bad Bunny. Uh, he's a little bit more credible as a wrestler. Uh, than Bad Bunny last year or whenever that was. Uh, I I, st- I love Rey Mysterio, always have. Dominic, I think he needs some work. He's coming along, of course, but I, I just can't. He can get all the tattoos he wants to. Uh, he's He's got the skill, but he still just looks like a kid out there, like a legit Does he teenager. Does he need to feud with his dad and take the family mask? To complete the character, though, because I, I think I think Ray Ray looks so that, young. That would be yeah, that'd be Ray Mysterio's retirement match. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got family become, tradition. Yeah, he's got to become Ray Mysterio the third at some point. Yeah, and I I, I don't know how it happens, but I know, uh, and I said I wasn't going to bring up AEW, but I'm going to bring up AEW. <laughs> AEW made Ray Mysterio a substantial contract offer, and he did work all out or uh, all in the first AEW pre AEW pay per view. But a lot of the reason Ray's in the WWE is to kickstart Dominic's career. Yeah. It's not working for me, guys. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, it just don't work. I don't know why. Is there anything that jumps out to you, either one of you, that reason it doesn't work? He's still green. I think the only reason he's on the main roster right now is because of the last name, who he is. Yeah, I, I think he. I think he could use some time in the NXT uh, and developmental. Uh, you know, he's a kid. Uh, fill out a little bit. Of course, he's not. You know, he's he he, he needs a little weight. He's taller than, than his dad. Needs a little bit of weight, in my opinion. Uh, and then you know, work on his skill set a little bit. Of course, he's got. What better teacher can you have than Ray Mysterio, though? Right. I mean, <laughs> I don't know who else you could go to. All right, moving on. Match four. The University of my co-alumni, the graduate of the University of Tennessee, former Tennessee track star, Bianca Belair, defeats Becky Lynch. By the way, not a regular viewer of WWE, but I do dig Becky Lynch's new character. If you're going to make her a heel – Make her really, really, really a nasty one. She kind of passes the torch, in a sense, to me, to Bianca Belair in this match. 
Um, you got to wonder where Becky Lynch is with having a small child. Kind of feels like she's working towards the end of her career. A little bit. Uh, second time Bianca Belair's had the title. I thought a very well mat work match, but it didn't hold me at the uh, edge of my seat. I'm going to give it a, th- uh, a two and a half, and I'm probably giving her a two and a half because I did start with Bianca Belair as a UT graduate, so she gets probably a half a star for that just for me. But not a. <laughs> I thought those two could have worked a better match. Jeremy, how about you? Yeah, I I did I did think it, it could have been a little better. I'm not I'm not really buying the uh Becky Lynch character change. The the crowd still the crowd still loves to root for. They do. And to me, from what I understand, and this is I, that it's her her decision. She's the one that wanted to, to turn heel. And you know, I, I, I just Still think the crowd wants to root for her. now. Belair, I love love the I love her her physicality and she's got all the skills, got the look. Um, you know, I felt like they were kind of doing a makeup from SummerSlam when she got pinned in what twenty seconds yeah. or something when Lynch came back. Uh, I think a good run for her as champion would be good, and then let Becky be the nasty heel. You know, pursuing the title again kind of reestablish herself as a heel and maybe get this crowd, you know, booing <laughs> as any good heel would want uh, for sure. It's a nasty character. She is very unlikable in this character. Though. For me, that's not a, ne- a regular watcher of the WWE. To see her in that character was kind of shocking because last time I saw Becky Lynch, she was the man. And I don't know what she calls herself. Superstar Becky well, Lynch. <laughs> I don't know. Nature Girl Becky Lynch. I, I didn't get it. Uh, Rick Flair put an end to all that. So <laughs> Big time Bex. Yep. Big time Bex. Well, Harry, what you uh, – Jeremy, you got to give me a star rating. Uh, you know, I think it was – I would say right in that four range. I thought it was a good – it was a good match. Uh, they both worked. They worked their tail off. Uh Bianca got a shiner as a deal. I don't know if you guys saw that. I saw the kick. Got a significant shiner. So, I, I thought it was a four-star. I thought it was pretty good. All right. Jeremy likes it better than me. So, you're the tiebreaker, Howie. I, I agree with Jeremy. I thought it was a four-star match. Uh, with Bianca taking a heel to the eye and keep on mm-hmm. knocked out. Uh, going very physical match. Plays a lot of near finishes, near falls. Uh, I, I really did enjoy that a lot more than you did. <laughs> so, Berserker Griffith, do you want us to send you some root beer by mail? Berserker, I don't know who you are, buddy, but you can send me root beer anytime. I'm a fat guy. <laughs> send it on. All right. Here it goes. Improve. Another man's trash is another man's treasure. <laughs> From being booed in AEW, the most hated character, the most hated babyface character I'd ever seen, could not get over, and I have some opinion on that. Cody Rhodes, 
versus Fr Seth freaking Rollins. Now, first of all, anybody knows me, knows I walk around in an American Nightmare t-shirt about two nights a week when I go to bed because I got about three of them. Um, I love Cody Rhodes. I, I'm going to take a little bit. Y'all go, you guys stay with me for a minute. I'm conflicted. I love Cody Rhodes and how he can attest to you. We've been to AEW and saw Cody Rhodes and he's my, was my favorite. I was thrilled to see Cody Rhodes be that over with the WrestleMania crowd. I was also felt like I've been lied to the last four years when he attacked the WWE as being the evil <laughs> empire and he wanted to give somebody an alternative to the WWE to see Cody Rhodes wrestle the match, kiss the WWE logo. The match was great. Uh, Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes, they can get after it. I give it a four. But honestly, I don't know as the big AEW mark. I think Cody Rhodes did what was best for him. I think as long as Brandy Rhodes was inserted to the front level of the AEW, the fans rebelled against that, not really Cody Rhodes. I think the fans got tired of, and I've said it to Howie, they've released a promotional poster and you would have CM Punk and Daniel Bryan and Cody Rhodes and Kenny Omega. And in front of all of them would be Brandy Rhodes in a bigger <laughs> outline. And you just, you felt the fans rebel against that. Howie, what did you think of the match? And what do you think of the conflicted nature I have as a fan with that? And do you think going to the WWE was the right move? You go where the money's at. So he went to the WWE. That's where the money was at. I liked the match. I thought it was a four myself. Um, him and Seth Rollins tore the house. Um, the only thing different I think I would have done would have been to maybe move it back a match or two because I think it's still a little bit too early in WrestleMania on the format. I thought it should have been after um, Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey, to be honest. Right. Um, yeah. As far as Cody and AEW, real quick, the two guys that I'm sitting beside right here, one of them I seen, uh, well, listen out here, we saw, him, we saw Cody Rose take a whipping with 10 lashes from MJF. Tear, tears in this, Randall's eyes. Listen <laughs> right here, I sat there and watched Brandy the table on fire and him and Andrade to the table. So, you know, I've saw two Cody Rose matches that was just hard to watch because it it had to hurt regardless of what happened. It had to hurt. And we saw the lashes. We were Randy, how far away was maybe uh, foot. What, thirty feet? Thirty feet from 30, the 30, 40 from feet. The, yeah, from the ring, and we could hear those like it was right next to us. And I, I was about then, ready to pump charge the ring and take out Wardlow. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> All right, Jeremy, I got a little different angle for you. Was Seth Rollins the right opponent? I want your star rating too. But was Seth Rollins the right opponent? Me, as a guy that only sees WWE every now and then, 
I want Seth Rollins to win every time because he's one of my favorites. I mean, even though he's a heel, they sure did start him up high on the ladder with a clean win over Seth Rollins. Yeah, I think he I think he was a good opponent. Um, you know, obviously they're investing in Cody and they don't want to invest in somebody to come out to a chorus of booze and to have a stinker match. Uh, so I thought it was a great uh, opponent. Uh, they tore it up. I, I thought it was a four-plus star match. Uh, heck, I'll give it five just for the entrance. I, I'm not a Cody fan, really. I, I'm, I'm really not. He seems a little smug and a little condescending and, and all that to me. But that entrance, I'll give him five stars on the entrance at WrestleMania. That, that place hey, that song is right there. It's uh, right there is the best entrance. Now, I'm, I'm still a mark for Edge's old song, but that's yeah. right there with it. It's right there. The only thing now, that this is jumping ahead to Raw, but <laughs> the I, only thing before you go, before <laughs> okay. you go there, you hold on, hold on, Johnson. Let me whip you into the turnbuckle and hold you down for a second. <laughs> going to Raw completed the story so you go from Wrestlemania you've got to talk about like you say Raw now let's let's behind the scenes talk about it because I, I openly admit, admit it that AEW is my favorite wrestling of all time I'm a New Japan wrestling guy that, that I was calling Howie before AEW was a thing I was like man you just wait, Kenny Omega, Young Bucks, Cody Rhodes. Man, man just mm. wait. All these guys are going to come over. It's going to set the world on fire. I feel like Cody Rhodes completed the story with AEW. He mm. had a post-match press conference where he said, "Look, Tony Khan and I just drifted apart. It was it was going apart." But to bring the fact that Dusty never held the WWE title, it got me, Jeremy Johnson. It got me. I was all back in when he said that. With a tear in my eye. What I I was going to say is I love love that angle. I, I think that's the only way to go there. But that's the thing. Thank you, my wrestler, not not an executive. The thing that got me was his entrance. <laughs> they had the elevated or the elevated platform, and yeah. before they started raising him up, you could see the top of his head. Uh, they got to do something about that. That just killed it. He's sticking his head up. You know, all, all you can see is his head. But yes, to your point, perfect angle. You know, pursuing the title. What? That's the best part when they're after the title. That's the best part. Howie, the best line of the whole weekend was I made a mistake and I asked my dad if he was a champion like Hulk Hogan. That really played the whole story of the WWE against each other. You had these 70 guys that were really wrestlers. Then you have the cartoon Hulk Hogan, but he was bringing it back. He's real. He's made himself real. He's tied himself to his father's legacy. Point blank, does Cody win the WWE Championship in the next calendar year? I think it's going to be very quick because of exactly what y'all said. 
Dusty had never won it. He's back to defend Dusty's legacy. So the rumor is they're going to strip Roman Reigns of one of the titles within the first pay-per-view. So I think you're right. If, uh, if, uh, if I was making bet and there was a tournament, there was a, there was a, um, uh, well, like a Royal Rumble, Battle Royal. Cody Rhodes comes out the WWE champion, don't you think, Jeremy? Yeah. So think about it like this: What for me as a fan, and that's all I try to be as a fan, is is what if he gives that heartfelt promo? We got tears in our eyes. He's going to fulfill his father's, you know, legacy or whatever. And what if you string this out and the tough road that he has to go to through? And yet that's a storyline all the way, not just immediately go into with the next whoever the, you know, if Reigns drops one of the belts, but maybe go through some ruthless heels here. Rollins, Rollins, that's not done, by the way. Uh, he comes out, shook his hand, and said, "Welcome back." That's not done, in my opinion. I don't think but he, so. You know, as if you're gonna get, if you get him over as a baby face now, he's got to take a beating. And Cody, we've seen it. <laughs> we referenced it. He's willing to do that. How much more over would he be if they string this out for what? What, what if they string it out to SummerSlam? Yeah, it it truly yeah. was. That character was dead and done unless you turn him heel in AEW. And and I refer to it, it's not a CM Punk in Chicago pop, but it's it's a big pop. It's a big, it's boy, it's a top ten pop or so. So I can talk about this a while, but let's move on. I want to talk about the damaged character I think Ronda Rousey is. Flair over Rousey. Uh Second time when we use talk about Dusty, kind of in a dusty finish. Rousey has the match won. Referee's knocked out. Flair with the big boot wins the match. If Ronda Rousey, I, I'll give the match a three and a half. Wouldn't I wasn't crazy about it. It was awful good, but if 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 well, yeah. it was a disappointing uh, good. I, I think they're great athletes. It it that could have been a five-star match uh, a year ago. Ronda Rousey's kind of damaged as a character, in my opinion. Um, she lost her last two UFC fights very badly. She she was dominant in their first run in the WWE. Not so much now. My interest was struggling with this match. Howie, I, I can tell by your look. I can see when... That, that that match didn't do it for you, did it? Did not care much about it. Probably two of the best women in wrestling today over, over and over underachieved. Yeah. underachieved. Uh, I, I lost interest. Uh, it, was, it was all over the place. I had no chemistry. A lot of botched moves going on during that. I felt like it was, at best, a two-star match. Jeremy, what was your thoughts on it? Yeah, well, I'll go with Howie. It, it was a two-two-star match. Uh, you know, Flair's gonna 
it's going to be a basic performance if she's in there. She's just that good. I I like the fact I saw some what appeared to be from a mechanical standpoint. There was a little bit more offense and a little bit more in in Rhonda's skill set. Now it seemed like she worked on it a little. My thing is 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 you title somebody the baddest woman on the planet, which they did initially. And she comes out all smiles, and I, I, that just don't do it for me. If she come out and just kicked, you know what, every time and left people laying. Female block right, Lesnar. I could, I could go with that, but I just can't. And she's not, it just seemed like, I. she's putting the effort in. I, I give her that. But I just, I didn't, it's the stories to me that make it matter. And it. I just didn't, I wasn't into it. Definitely, you know. <laughs> would both of you say Cody, Seth Rollins should have been the semi-main and then they moved back one? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, here's where we go over because I won't stop talking. All I've got to say is. <laughs> All right, guys. 57 years old, Stone Cold Steve Austin. First, first, I will say the Kevin Owens. If you ever stumble across to this, Kevin Owens, you are a freaking genius. Yes. You yes. made my childhood hero look – well, he's not in my childhood hero. We're two years apart. But you made <laughs> an icon. Of, Mine and Jeremy's. Mine and Jeremy's childhood That's right. Hero. That's right. I mean, I was – you know, I was – uh, he was eight when I was going to look like the icon he was. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say, first of all, let's start. Let's break it down. What did you think of we didn't announce a match and it was all of ruse to get a match, Jeremy? I, well, I like, I like surprises always, whether it's a new, you know, somebody uh, debuting again or, or they, I, I love it. So I liked what we kind of all knew. They're not going to put the KO show as the main event unless there's going to be some some kind of physicality. I so, don't think a match though. I thought a fight, the beer truck, the Zamboni, all the well, standard Stone Cold stuff, but I didn't think a real match. I I was really well for one. I I didn't pick back up with wrestling until probably 2010, and that's a gap of uh. Uh, I probably fell off about two uh, about nineteen eighty eight. <laughs> so there's a big uh, gap. So I, I didn't get out of business. Yep. I quit. I come back twenty years later. Yes, I didn't get I didn't get any of that Stone Cold era stuff. I've I've watched and went back and all that, but I was excited because I'm like, I hope they do. I I want to see some physicality and and I was. I was when I when I figured out that it was going to be a match and it was a no holds barred or whatever. I was like, "Oh yeah, this is going to be good," and it was. It was good. I was excited. Howie, I, was, I was excited. Uh, uh, sorry, Jeremy, but Howie. No. And, and back to you. Now let's get to the match. First, I want to any comments you have on the pre segment. The first three minutes of the match. The first two minutes of the match. I was like, "Oh my God, those stomps look horrible." I was like, he looks mm-hmm. like a 57-year-old man stomping. But mm-hmm. it took him a few minutes. It took 
it really was, I think, the first time he got bumped, it changed the whole match, Howie. Yeah, I mean, he'd been out of the ring for, what, 19 years. <clears throat> a lot of ring rust, no matter how much you do it on the side, until you get in front of 70-something thousand people, you're, I don't care who you are, you're still going to be a little bit nervous. First two minutes of the match, I thought, this is not going to be pretty at all. But then it's like that first bump that he took. It's like it flipped a light switch on and he went back to 1998, 99, <laughs> and just went nuts. And uh, I'm going to say, I'm kind of jumping ahead just a second, but I'm going to say, and I text Jeremy this too, by the end of the match, he had to have a good buzz going on with all the beer he's drinking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. I will agree with that one. I, I think – in. I think, uh, first of all, I'm going to give it, I don't care what anybody says, sue me Dave Meltzer. If there's ever a five-star match, that's it for me. Uh, I really do think Stone Cold played his role, but, and, and you know, the WWE signed Kevin Owens to a long-term extension right after WrestleMania. Um, Bam Bam Bigelow, let's go back to that. After he lost to Lawrence Taylor, his career was done. The first thing that Kevin Owens does is on Raw the next night, get his thunder back by going, my back was hurt. Mm -hmm. oh, why are you so... I hated him just the same. <laughs> How good is Kevin Owens, guys? Start with Howie. He's, he's probably one of the best heels out there at the moment. You know, not just in the but in all of wrestling. He can wrestle. He can talk. He can turn any anything into a a positive for him and a negative for someone else. All right. One other question, Jeremy. We'll move on. The the this feels like a little bit of a redo for Kevin Owens too. I felt like the WWE built the perfect rivalry for a WrestleMania match with Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho a couple of years ago and then sticks it in the middle of a card. It gets lost. This time, though, there is no mistake with Stone Cold. It's going to the top. I feel like that was not only a little bit of a, we're going to put, Ke uh, I feel like St Stone Cold said, I want to work with Kevin Owens. He can make me look great. And also the WWE going to say, we've made a mistake before. We're not going to do it again. We're going to put you in the spotlight, and here it is. Do you yeah. get a little of that too, Jeremy? Yeah, well, yeah, because I, 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 I'm with you guys. Uh, Kevin Owens, I, I mean, I was watching religiously when he was introduced and stuff, and I like the guy. I mean, he's got a different look, you know, a little different. I, I think he's, he's fantastic. Let's all say it. Let's get it out <laughs> No, it, well, he's leaned up. I don't know if y'all noticed that, but I was yeah. really paying attention. I'm like, he's he's really put a lot of work in, and I thought he was fine because he could move the way he was. But uh, yeah, and and deservedly so. The guy can work, and and I I wonder how much, you know, they all you always hear bickering about these riders forcing these things. I I really believe he's had a lot of leeway and a lot of input into the whole story. And that's why it was so good. I, I think you're right. Before we move on, though, before we go, there's one thing that's got to be done.
Hey, what, what hey, about I those bumps? Fifteen that, seconds, or the WWE will sue me. Yeah, uh, what about those bumps that Stone Cold took on the concrete and on the uh, stage that, as well? That, I'm telling you, that's what made it work. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I loved it. I thought, I thought, man, that that's legit. You know, on the concrete and then on the stage, and I thought it was great. That sold it for me. Had he not done that, it'd be like ah, you know. But it's it's fantastic. All right, let's move on to Sunday. Uh, my friend Pat Rose, the uh, ex-pro wrestler, he, we talked one time about opening matches, and he said the opening matches is not to woo or kill anybody. You're supposed to stay in the ring. And the opening match to Sunday done none of that. They brought it. Uh, there was a couple of moves by the Street Profits, the over-the-top rope, over the turnbuckle, and the most over tag team that the WWE's had in a while, RK Bro, Matt Riddle, Randy Orton, 11 minutes, 13 seconds, over Alpha Academy. And again, let's not miss those guys. Big, big uh, Otis. And of course, Chad Gable, who would later get punked out by Gable Stevenson. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's six great workers right there. And they put on a heck of a show. Wrestling or wise, stunt wise, I'm not sure this wasn't the best match in the show if you just turned the sound off and didn't know who everybody was. Howie, what did you think of that opening match? Yeah, for a uh, for opening match on WrestleMania, that was probably one of the better ones you could go back and watch. Uh, usually, the first match of WrestleMania is just kind of, Hey, we gotta put something on while people's finishing getting their popcorn and get to their seats. Let's just kill a bit a little bit of time. And but this one here, if you missed it, you missed probably one of the best two. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. Jeremy, uh it really is the highlight. Uh that that Sunday starts with some really good stuff kind of dies out, and then it gets really good again. This is one of the really good points. I'm going to give it a four. Where do you give it? I, I'm going to give it a five. I, I, I really yeah, love the match. Because, well, number one, Randy Orton has got to be one of the top five ever because he's taken whatever they've given him, and he makes it work. And, you know, Riddle, he's a legit fighter. I mean, that's what his background is. But these guys all, I mean, that's not an easy match to to make work when you've got that many people involved. And it was, I loved it. I loved it. Allie, um, what was your rating? I think it was a four. All right, let's move on to the next match. And if there's one match that kind of surprised me, the finish, uh, and I struggle with saying his name, Omos, Cleanly over the returning Bobby Lashley, and clearly, clearly the WWE is building to something huge someday for Omos. And I mean, he's a seven legit seven foot giant college basketball player. I thought Lashley got as good out of Omos as I've seen anybody get, except maybe AJ Styles. Um, and clean right over the top of Bobby Lashley. That's a lot for the WWE to invest in Omos. Correct, Jeremy, or am I reading that wrong? Yeah. No, I, I, uh, the thing about it, 
and I've I've heard others talk about this. It, to me, he's not going to be a week week in week out worker. To me, he should be as they used to say about Andre. He was an attraction. This guy's huge. This guy's a mon- He is bigger, taller than Andre. He's getting on up there in weight. So he's seven foot four. 400 plus pounds. I thought he did fantastic. That's the best I'd ever seen him and, and and perform. And that's partially that's credit to Bobby Lashley, who I love too, by the way. Bobby Lashley, I think he's a great worker. Uh, Howie, um, well, Jeremy, before we get off of you, what do you give that match? Uh, I give it a three. Uh, I, but I did enjoy the match and, and I thought it was, you know, it made, it made sense. You know, it wasn't just something. I thought the spear Lashley gave him to the in the kidneys in the back. I thought that was legit. I was like, okay, I could see that happening to a big guy. You know, to the this guy's bigger than me. I spear him in the kidneys, and I, I thought that was pretty cool. So yeah, I get I give it three. I thought it was a good match. There, there's a good three and a bad three. I'll give it a good three, and I kind of have one for like entertainment, one for the work, one for the storyline. They checked every box. The work rate, though, is still not there from Omos, but he is getting better, Howie. He's getting there. I, I give it two and three quarters. And off that suplex that Bobby was able to do was just unbelievable. I mean, because it, I right, mean, it's somebody, uh, somebody seven forward to get there, like, to be able to suplex. That's that's some talent right there. That's some strength. Yeah. Kind of like the first match where everybody's going to get a WrestleMania paycheck by us having like a 27-man tag team match. <laughs> Sasha Banks, Naomi, win the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship from Carmella and Queen Zelino. Liv Morgan, Ripley was involved in the title. Santa Brazler. Eight paychecks get cut. Not a bad match, but I'm going to be honest with you. Didn't hold my attention. I think that was maybe some popcorn going on. Um, I, first of all, I love I love some of the women in this match. Hey, Carmella, don't cover your face up, hon. You're awful pretty. I want to see you. Don't be coming out there like some weird m- member of the Quentin Tarantino movie society. Yeah. We're not those uh, Andre Ely. Let, let me see it, babe. Let me see it. I don't care. Let me see it. Even if you bruised up, let me see it. I thought it was okay. I would have much rather seen a singles match with maybe Rhea Ripley and Shannon Baszler or, or something, but it made sense. You put the titles on the baby faces and everybody claps and leaves happy and 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 you didn't really have anything to do with Shasta Banks, which is still one of your better women. Howie, what, what, am, am I missing something? I'll give it a two and a half. Well, I trust of all the competitors, and I saw the finish. That's all I saw. <laughs> when you get that many people in a ring in a match, I just lose all attention. It's hard yeah. to follow. That, that was me. Uh, all right, Jeremy. What would your give you give, give me your thoughts of it? Uh, I'm, 
it, it is. It's when you compare it to the tag team men's match, it's it's not even close. And it doesn't have anything to do with the individuals in the match because I like all the ladies in the match. I think they're great workers individually. It's just to me, there's got to be some rhyme or reason for for it other than and hey, that was thrown together. It felt yeah, it felt thrown it, together. And that and that's what you know what gets me. It's like it, the tag team titles. It's, it's just an afterthought. And, you know, we got our two women's main event matches, as they wanted to talk about. So we got these other women. We'll just do something with them. Uh, but I thought, yeah. they, they, you know, credit to them. They work. They know what position they're in. And they worked. And, you know, uh, hopefully they'll do something with the tag team division for, for the ladies, for sure. Because they've got a lot of talent. The first match, the men's match compared to this, Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's night and day. Right. Um, I really thought they missed a chance to have maybe a excellent match there, but let's just move on. And again, I'm going to my little 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 video box because my favorite <laughs> WWE superstar is brought up next. Yeah. <laughs> A theme song gonna get me sued. I went 13 seconds. Yeah. AJ Style from Gainesville, Georgia, just down the road. And Edge, a great worker. The Brood 2.0 with Damien Priest, I guess. Word is they're gonna get some new members. Rhea Ripley is supposed to be joining. Um, so you'll have Damien Priest, Rita Ripley, Edge, and I hear rumors they may be one surprise to come still. Look, guys, I'm not going to call this this but i'm going to tell you what i read online it called the house of black light so uh edge just edge 50 something years old damien priest is a great worker punishment martinez back from the days in ring of honor uh great match aj styles and edge can work a match Tons of storylines could be told. I just didn't like the one they told. Uh, there's a million storylines could have been told. The work, I'll give it the highest grade. The, the fact that it's AJ Styles and Edge, I'll give it the highest grade. The storyline, I'll give a half a point. I just was not a fan of it. Um, Howie, uh, I give it a three and a half because the storyline gets a zero. What did you think? Yeah, three and a half star match and anytime you got AJ Styles in a match you know it's going to be good I mean you yeah. can put him in there with a you can put him in there with a broom handle and he'll he'll make it a, a three star match yeah. I mean that's how good AJ Styles is right and the, when yeah. he's working with somebody a Hall of Famer in age you know it's going to be a good match but I agree with you the storyline the, the how they got to this point just didn't realize it, it was it was rushed Mm-hmm. And, and I still miss the old Edge entrance, and I get that we're doing the – I don't know what the name of it is, but I get we're going to do something dark and scary with him. I don't want Edge to be dark and scary at 48 years old, 49 years old. he got kids at home. He's home changing diapers. I know where he's at. He can't be cool no more. Right. Jeremy, did you buy into this whole thing? 
Uh, I liked the match. I knew when I saw that, I said, you know, because I'm not a weekly religious follower here. And when I saw the match, I was like, oh, yeah, that's going to be great. I don't like the look. I don't like the edge. Hey, look, he could stick with the edge we know, the rated R superstar. I'm great. I get chills every time I hear that entrance music and when he comes out. Love it. However, and that's what we want as fans. Well, however, by the way, remember, remember this second. I'll come back to it, but go ahead with your comment. However, Edge is a Hall of Famer, rightfully so. I think this is his idea. I think he's earned the right to do whatever to experiment. Hey, look, I've I've been this my whole career. I think he's earned the right. I'm gonna reserve judgment till this plays out. I up till now. Uh, Monday night that I, I, I'm not really a fan so far. I'm not really get buying it like you, but I'm going to give it time because I love edge. He's one of my top 10, top five guys anyway, of all time. And I love, love Damien priest. I love, I love the character Damien priest. He's a legit bad guy. Uh, I mean, he was huge in ring of honor. How, what do you rate it? I mean, what do you got anything else to finish out? No, I mean you got you have two of the superstars, two of the best all time, probably two of the top twenty wrestlers of all time that was in a ring that did a great job. It's just how they got to that point didn't make a whole lot of sense yet. Hey, what about right. AJ getting cut bleeding as he was coming out, by the way? Yeah. That's 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 the clumsiness Georgia coming out of him. All right, do y'all remember a minute ago when I said, Hold on right now, just remember this and I'll come back to it. That was a minute 40 ago, and you two were more entertaining than the next match that goes a minute 40, the New Day <laughs> versus Sheamus and Ridge Holland. And why do you call him Butch? We know who he is. That's Pete Dunn. That's the bruiser weight. That was set up. Baby, I love the bruiser weight. Mm-hmm. Horrible. One. One star. You wasted the New Day. You wasted Sheamus. One, Howie, this is why I hate the WWE. Go ahead. If they was only going to give them that short amount of time, they should have did a uh, pre-show match. Give yeah. them a little bit more time. Yep. I mean, it, it ain't worth a star. I mean, it's not worth a star. It, I mean, you know. I went to pee and the match was over. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I love the New Day. You know what? That is the former world champion. The king of the ring currently. Across from a multi-time world champion. A multi-time light heavyweight champion. A multi-time NXT champion. I don't know who Rich Holland is. Got no clue. But you had talent to make that something special. All right. That's about it. See ya. (laughs) From the very worst, to my humble opinion, the very best of WrestleMania. Pat McAfee defeats Austin Theory with Mr. McMahon. By, and then in match two, Mr. McMahon defeats Austin or Pat McAfee. So you got two matches, but let me start right here. Pat McAfee is an NFL athlete, and you saw it in the ring back flips off the top rope i hated the finish 
you let him leave there victorious and you do something with him, that should be your Shane O'Mac of the next 20 years. And he'll be better than Shane O'Mac because he can wrestle once or twice a year and get people to the edge of their seat. I bought in if Pat McAfee wrestled in Chattanooga tomorrow, I'm the first guy buying my ticket. Yeah, me too. Jeremy Johnson, what? I mean, did they ruin it by then having Mr. McMahon beat him? He's 76. I, I love I love Pat McAfee. I loved him. They had him on college game day from, I don't know, wherever Baylor, wait from Waco, and he dove into water with a suit on, and I'm like, I love this guy. So I love everything he does. He's a legit athlete. Uh, I liked him. I was surprised that he beat Theory uh because clean. obviously yeah beat him clean i it's believable though uh because he he wrestled he had wrestling moves he did some things that when he jumped up and and jumped up on the second rope and i i was like man however <laughs> there's that however now look i hope i look as good from a physique standpoint as mr mcmahon when i'm 76 years old i'm just gonna go but, ahead and announce I don't look as good at 55 as he does at 76. Well, I'm and borderline now. Up a thousand pounds. So, so look, this dude had no business. That's not believable. Even after a match, McAfee had a match. To me, that's not believable. His clotheslines were terrible. McAfee done a good – I thought he did a great job selling him. Uh, so, I didn't buy that. I could have done without that. I could have, I could have believed it. I would have been more into it if, is if, if he, he barely got a win over Theory, and he got cheap shotted by Mr. McMahon, and then there was a beatdown that commenced afterward. I could believe that, but it's just hard for me to believe a seventy-six-year-old Vince McMahon uh, could beat a guy clean <laughs> in a ring. Look like it looks like it looked like the wrestling you do with your kids in the living room. <laughs> when you let your five-year-old beat you up. <laughs> That's right. And even when the great Stone Cold Steve Austin come out there, the old Gerard, Vince McMahon was stumbling even to stand up. Now, look, at 76, I'll probably be gumming my oatmeal. But come on, man. Don't take no stunner. You're a broken hip <laughs> from being dead. Just take yourself to the back, get your paycheck, <laughs> and stay off the of camera, you old ass. Now, look, I, I'm just going to jump in right here again. I loved it. I thought it was when he when he did when he stumbled and Stone Cold is trying to get that stutter. And after he finally does it and he's laughing, I it was it was I loved it. It was worth it. It was. I'm not going to see something. Go great. watch Mick Foley's reaction on Twitter. <laughs> I did. I sent it to Howie. Yeah. So, so that look. The, I wondered about this because they were talking, you know, after he stunned Theory, he gave a beer to Mr. McMahon, and you you see they're talking. And I wonder if Stone Cold's like, all right, I'm about to stun you. And and, and I wonder if McMahon's saying, hey, I don't want to take one or whatever. <laughs> I wonder if he's old enough like he was just falling over. It looked like he, he was trying to back out of it. enough that he's probably going to collapse, Jeremy. And, and I I've think been, he, I I've think been at the early bird special. That's how old people act when the buffet's back closed. I think Stone Cold's I mean, like, oh no, you're gonna take Cornette it. on him right now. 
Got a promo on it. Take your ass to the back, you old fart. I love it. It was great. (laughs) You done. You done impressed me. I've done pulled my pants up, stood up on the edge of my seat. And then you put Paul McMahon out there to beat up an NFL athlete. I didn't like it. Oh, Pat McAfee. Believable as me bringing Carmen Electra to the next Alabama Tennessee football game. It ain't happening either. Pat McAfee put on a great show. He's a, I, I really, even though he's had a couple of matches in the NXT, I think he's surprised. Hold on, I'm getting stunned. <laughs> it was great. Well, you know, jumping from the ring up on that top rope to suplex, uh, you know. Austin Theory off of it, you know, that's fantastic. You knew McMahon was going to have to do something because he, you know, word had already got out. He was going to be doing some type of wrestling. I don't mm-hmm. call what he did wrestling, but he was out there. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and what just topped it off was uh, Stone Cold coming out there and, you know, getting another buzz real quick by drinking a half a <laughs> dozen cans of beer. But is that going to be – was was Mr. The last one that Stone Cold stunned. Yeah, I think so. I was so so the no. So he stunned Cold... Ma- he stunned McAfee last. Okay, yeah. Is he uh, not? Yeah. yeah, that's right. Right. Yeah, because uh, McAfee when he was laying on the canvas there, he was spitting beer up like a little fountain. <laughs> <laughs> that, look, he sold that better than it. You sell the worst sale ever and the best sale ever. And my you favorite part, Grandpa Jones to Roy Clark, right there. Yeah, my favorite part was when Stone Cold left the ring. He went back, and the camera panned over to McAfee laying on the floor, pouring that, <laughs> pouring that IPA in his mouth. I thought that was it for me. I lost it. It was great. It was a great WrestleMania moment. I mean, outside of Pete Paul Geritol, it was perfect. <laughs> And if people could be there, you just don't have him beat your super stud ex-NFL ball player. I don't care if he's a punter. On to the next one. I hate it and love this. I personally, from what you read online right now, this is probably the end of Brock Lesnar for a significant length of time in the WWE. That buildup, I felt like, was for Brock Lesnar to beat Roman Reigns. I felt like that all summer. Now, you've got people from FightfulSelect.com. You've got people that report that Roman Reigns was told up to a couple of weeks, or Brock Lesnar was told a couple of weeks that he was going to be booked to win this match. First of all, I thought the match was okay. Uh, I think there were it, – it ended kind of strange. Everything was strange in that match to me, mm-hmm. um, the way it ended. The best part of the match was maybe the introductions. Jeremy, were you a fan of Brock Lesnar? I mean, Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns to close it out, it just felt – it didn't feel right. Well, sometimes to me, because I remember watching uh, – 30 for 30 or something about the XFL. 
And one of the things that they said was the downfall was that McMahon is such a great promoter that he had the expectation level so high that they couldn't live up to the expectation. And I think that's what I think that's what they did here. Those two guys, I like them both. I love Reigns as a heel. I think he he's great at it. I didn't like him because I earlier because I was like any other fan. I felt like they were trying to push him down her throat. Uh, here's where here's where I where I didn't like it. I, there's only so many Superman punches and spears yeah. and L fives and German suplexes I can see, and that's all those guys did. I don't I don't like that. Number one, we've seen three or four others of the the superstars use a spear. I, what makes your spear different from anybody else's spear? Uh, and we talked about I talked about finishers before with friends. If it's if it doesn't finish the opponent, it's not a finisher. And I just it was boring to me. I wanted to see you know Lesnar took the gloves off, said there will be blood, and I'm not a fan of just you know just but make it violent. It wasn't violent to me. No. Uh, and I thought, it, it didn't did live up ago, to the hype. I thought a couple of years ago, Howie and Jeremy, I thought uh, Goldberg and Brock Lesnar told a better story in the ring in three minutes than Reigns and Lesnar did in that match. Howie, how did you feel about it? I just couldn't really get into it exactly like Jeremy said. <clears throat> There's only so many, you know, suplex cities that one person can do and so many spears that one person can do. You know, I would have rather them brought Wee Man back. <laughs> those guys instead of uh, uh, body slammed earlier. Uh, How did I miss Johnny Knox? I guess, by the way, we yeah. missed that. Yeah, but uh, but anyway, you know, I know I heard today where the match ended abruptly because Roman Reigns got hurt. They're not sure exactly what the severity is. I've heard this loading Katie's shoulder, I've heard a tore muscle in his shoulder that he could be out for a while, and that may give Cody a chance to step in and yeah. be an inch but, but anyway, um, you know, and plus what you were kind of referring to earlier, Randy, when we was talking on the phone, was the fact that Brock wasn't happy with finding out that he was going to have, he was not going to this. So I think it, you know, I think a lot of the, all that stuff has played into to it and, you know, and the one thing that didn't stand out to me that I thought would stand out was Paul Heyman. He wasn't really into that it match. Never, that like storyline never closed. Right. And there may be a reason behind that. I'm going to give it a two and a half. What do you got, Jeremy? Now, I'll give it a three. I, I mean, I didn't think it was the it was terrible. I just, ex, I guess, ex, I expected more Uh I, you know, it was good. Those two guys are great. I, I like them both. I, they're hey, physical hey, specimens. What do you got? I give it a two. All right. I mean, I'm not getting to... off the air until I talk to about the South Knoxville strongman. <laughs> <laughs> so I jumped over it for some reason, but let's slide back. Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn. By the way, before we go, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, best friends, kind of put in the celebrity role this time. Uh, Sami Zayn. Even though the mousetrap was stupid and didn't work right, it's still funny. They booked that perfect. And who, who, 
wouldn't be pop from Wee Man, Body Slam, and Sami Zayn. Right. Holly, what'd you think? Jeremy, you've done went ghost on us. There he is back there. Holly, <laughs> real quick, what'd you think of Johnny Knoxville? Match? Uh, it, it was an entertaining, it was an entertaining WrestleMania. They always do something, something like this every WrestleMania. This was the quote unquote bathroom break for everybody that wasn't into it. Uh, me and my girls watched it. They loved the Wee Man spot. <laughs> uh, <you> know, <laughs> when he great. came out and, I, and you know, jumped up I've on the ring. Man's butt more than my own. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so, it, <laughs> so it, you know, we got whack pack people coming into the ring and helping them out. I thought it was overall a, a entertainment. You know, I'm not going to give it a star because it wasn't really a wrestling match. It's not. There was a couple. It, it was a couple things that was kind of. Odd, it stupid, was that you know, is what sports entertainment but, is to me. Yeah. Right. But overall, you know, I, I I'm not gonna you know, I'm not gonna kill it. I enjoyed it, especially we man Zane and body slamming. Uh, to me that's like, like, man. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you see a shirt where he had blacked out, it had WrestleMania on it, but he had blacked out the letters where it said We Man instead of WrestleMania. Uh, the only, Jeremy, the only thing would have been better. If they let Wee Man power slammed him like in the old Jim Duggan days, now that would have got it even more. Yeah. What do you think of yeah, it, Jeremy? I, I loved it. I, and again, I'm a fan. I, I don't, you know, I follow wrestling. I follow everything, not to critique it. I that I got there's enough things to, for us to be serious about. I'm a fan. I loved it. I laughed my rear end off. Thought it was great. Uh. Every part of it. I thought credit to Sami Zayn. You know he's probably not completely happy with that gimmick. That that that. But he he sold that. He embraced that it. What it was. Yes. Hey, right, got, as soon as the match was over with, ahead, as, as soon as the match was over with, I got a text from Jeremy saying Johnny Knoxville match was the best so far. You know. <laughs> you know <laughs> he, right. he just loved it. He, he said, "Yeah, <laughs> it was. It just made me laugh." There's a little bit of even a pop in that South Knoxville strongman. Johnny Knoxville, even when I was I was in college in Knoxville, his mama run a convenience store in South Knoxville, and he was always in there, a little skinny kid. Everybody picked on. So the South Knoxville strongman popped me a little bit, to be honest. Yeah. That's kind of like an inside joke. All right, I got two questions. We'll call it a night. Question one. And I'll give you both time. Take all you want. Did, I am not a fan of WWE, but I really like this WrestleMania. And I told Howie in our pre-talk, the reason I like WrestleMania more than normal WWE is they get to the serious business of wrestling. It's not as much. Of, I love that he, he liked the Johnny Knoxville match, but there's not the silliness of, storylines breaking and doesn't make sense. They it's almost like they get out of their way for WrestleMania. The second question is simply if the rumored Roman Reigns will hold a version of the Universal title for a year and then defend it against his cousin The Rock in SoFi Stadium in LA. 
would that be just a probably a, a, a story along the lines of Hulk Hogan and Mr. T versus Roddy Piper and Mr. Wonderful WrestleMania one. Uh, I, I can think of some great stories, but golly, that to me, that's bigger than the rock versus Xena matches. Howie, take your time. This WrestleMania, the possibility of 39 having Roman Reigns and the rock at the top of it. This WrestleMania, I mean, at this WrestleMania in person, the one that me and you was at in Atlanta, I feel like this one was a lot better than that one. Uh, a thousand times. Overall, you know, I felt like it was a, it was a good one. It'd probably been a good one to go at, go to. Uh, overall, with the back rock and Roman, that that is going to send buy rate south the roof when that is announced with Rock being at another WrestleMania, knowing or potentially being the very last time that the Rock will be ever be in the ring again. Right. Yep. Yep, I agree. Jeremy, close this out for now. By the way, Jeremy Johnson, always welcome back. Next wrestling pay-per-view we review, we'll probably get together. Maybe somehow we'll all schedule it up. Maybe try to watch it together. Yeah, no doubt. It'll be a lot of fun. Well, thanks for the invite. I appreciate it. I love wrestling. Uh, I I thought this WrestleMania, I think I texted Howie this after night one. If I had paid the traditional, what is it, 70-something dollars to buy the pay-per-view back in the day before the network, I would have been completely satisfied with the money I spent for just night one. I really would have. Uh, I thought it, this is one of the better ones, if not the best one I've ever watched. Uh, I, I like both nights. Uh, I'm like you. I feel like they get out of their way when it comes to these things, the stories and everything. So I, it was a plus for me. I'm in. If the rock's there, it's just like with Stone Cold. If I'm in. So I love the rock. Uh you know, I miss, like I said, I missed that, you know, when he, he and Stone Cold, I, I was not into wrestling at that point. I've had to kind of go back in retrospect and, and learn about it. I'm in. Uh, I'm, I'm all for that. Who else is Roman going to face? Right That's now, there, there's not a credible opponent for Roman right now. Uh, the only one I could see maybe would be, and it takes some time, would be Omos, big monster, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I, I just don't see it right now. All right, before they're, we go, they're playing this head of the they're playing this head of the table so long, and yep. you know the Rock has got to come in and let him let him be the Rock to where he could be the chief leader. I agree. So before we leave, though, what if they make that storyline where the Rock beats Roman Reigns, then Vince McMahon comes down and pins the Rock? Oh, never mind. <laughs> for Randall no Cunningham, for Jeremy Johnson, for Howie Chaney, every Thursday night on River City Media, this is off the record. We'll see you down the road.